Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The The starting starting place to become become a future future coder. coder. Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Dash podcast with Charlotte Dash and myself, Phil Blizzard. So what have we got lined up for you this time? Let's find out from the maestro of this podcast series. So without further ado, let's say hi to Shailish. Hello, Phil. After recording almost more than 30 odd episodes, I thought it's important to talk about certain subjects which excites almost all investors today, which is real estate in particular, if you are based out of Dubai. In our various previous podcasts, we have talked about financial independence and investments, but I guess any discussion on investments will be incomplete without discussing today real estate and maybe to some extent digital currencies as well. This actually is something I have discussed in my video sessions before, but I believe it will be helpful if we cover it through our podcast today. Right, you mentioned there a video series, so Shailish, where can we watch your videos? Phil, one can watch all the videos on my website, www.sailesh.com, as well as my YouTube channel of Sailesh Dash. Okay, so that website, once again, www.shailishk-.com. Of course, when we talk about wealth creation and uh, financial freedom in the current times, it's impossible not to talk about real estate and digital currencies like I just said before. We will discuss about digital currencies in one of our later podcasts for sure, but let's discuss about real estate today. To keep it simple, we'll discuss some of the basic methods through which one can invest in real estate and if they are available in UAE at this point in time. So I'm sure all of you know and others are slowly getting into more popular form of investing into real estate today. In this podcast, we'll try to keep it simple so it's easy for everybody to understand some of the common ways how one can invest into real estate. So a lot to get through, a lot of aspects, key important aspects on investing in real estate. So I'm just wondering really, I mean, as we delve into real estate as an investment, how important is real estate in one's portfolio regarding wealth creation? So real estate is an essential part of wealth creation uh, uh, through the diversification of the investments. And we'll discuss some of those facets through this podcast today. Wealth creation and protection of the same helps the entrepreneurs to achieve at least part of their financial goals. Even though sometimes we can say physical buying of real estate is time-consuming as well as could be liquid at times, but it also presents some great advantages in investing compared to other asset classes, including the fact that they also provide us with a place to live. Can I just ask you something there? You say real estate can be very time-consuming as well as illiquid. What do you mean by that? So when you mean illiquid, what it really means is that when you really want to sell 
the real estate. Depending on the market conditions, whether you are in a recession or you are in a pandemic, you may not be able to find a buyer. So you may not be able to encash sure. when you really need to encash the asset. And I think you'll go into that in more detail later on. So what are some of the key points then one should consider while looking at investing in real estate? When you're considering that, what uh, are the key steps you're going to go through? Actually, there are a few facets we will discuss about. Um, uh, and there are, could be many important points. We will not be able to cover everything today, but I will talk about some key points that I look at while looking into investing into. And this is from first-hand experience as well, isn't it? That is correct. That is correct. So the first one is because we are expats staying, uh, traveling and investing into different parts of the world, I think the important part is the currency that you are making your income in and the currency that you're investing in. And whether that is a hard currency, whether it is investing into dollar-based asset or it is a dirham-based asset or a rupee-based asset, mm. I think it makes a lot of difference. So we need to take the currencies that you are investing into and the fluctuations of the same. Okay, so currencies. Now, taxes, we're not really, um, what should we say, bombarded with lots of taxes here. So perhaps we're in a privileged position, but one does need to bear that in mind because you might be investing in a place where there are considerable Taxes. So if you are investing into any other uh, place apart from uh, the GCC today, if you're investing into Asia, be that India or Europe, say London mm-hmm. uh, or Paris or any other part of the US, you need to be aware of those taxes. Of course, we are in the Gulf countries and particularly in UAE are slowly getting used to it with the VAT mm-hmm. having been introduced and there is talk about corporate taxes coming across so we will all get used to that but it does impact the property investment quite a bit, the different taxes that different countries have. So it's important to take the taxes into account while doing your calculation. Mm. So we're looking at real estate as investment. What about if you've got, say, a certain amount of funds, but maybe not enough to cover the entire purchase of a property you're interested in? What that is true. That, that's, again, uh, it's a very important point, and that's the next point that I wanted to discuss, actually, whether you have the whole cash that is needed to buy the property today, or if you don't have it, do you have the availability of leverage for that? Mm. Of course, in the current environment, and if you are investing in Europe in particular, and many other different parts of the world, the interest rates are very low. In many countries, it could be negative. So investors get excited to take a leverage. But if you don't have the required cash to buy a house, I would recommend not to take leverage as much as possible. Leverage could severely impair your ability to, to pay back in case you lose your job reduce salaries, etc. But if you have enough cash but want to use leverage to enhance your returns, that's a different ballgame altogether and, and that should be done you know, in, a, in a proper manner. Mm. So if you're in the scenario and, and you, you've got uh, a mortgage, etc. And you know, in these difficult times, job certainty is not that's certain for a lot of people. And there's been a lot of uh, people who've, who are on reduced salaries, they maybe lost their jobs. So in that scenario, and you, you've uh, borrowed a lot of money, what could be the outcome? I think, uh, to be frank with you, I don't have such good news there. You, you might end up everything that you paid up to that period of time, mm-hmm. advances that you paid for the same. You might lose the house to the bank. Uh, so I don't want to sound negative, but you might be lucky. You might be able to find a buyer uh, uh, during those conditions to buy the house from you uh, maybe at the same price maybe at a higher price maybe at a lower price but if you get a buyer then you are very lucky it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's nice during the times of the economic downturn that you're talking about of course in times of good times 
they will turn out to be good investments, I'm mm-hmm. sure, and, and, and you will make uh, good money. But because we're talking about today during the pandemic, but having said that, I must say that real estate is one of the asset classes who has done extremely well and has been the price is elastic and have done well, particularly, uh, as you know, in terms of numbers, particularly in UAE, I cannot mm-hmm. say that about the same, about other parts of sure. the country. Yeah. Dubai, in particular, the villas and, 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 and uh, other properties, the luxury properties have seen a significant increase in demand. And there's been a, a lot of movement to villas. People who've had nice apartments before moved into villas because they want the isolation. They want to be sort of within the family, in their own little unit, their own little bubble away from big crowds. So. And you'd be surprised it is happening all over the world. Mm. Uh, you know, you look at the data in Europe, in the UK, uh, you look at uh, the same in Portugal and many other countries, you see the people moving away from the city to buy sure. houses. And stay there. So that's it. It seems it's a trend yep. that's followed everywhere nowadays. Okay, we're talking real estate. So what else does, um, from your perspective, one should focus and consider? Liquidity. Okay. Uh, right. I think before, uh, and that's where we talk about illiquidity. But during good market conditions, real estate is a fairly liquid asset. But we talk about when the things go bad. Uh, so you need to take the time, take into consideration your buying mm. an asset. If you're buying it to stay in the house, it's a different thing. Sure. But if you're buying as an investment. Yeah. Do consider the time that you would take to sell the asset so that you can end cash when you need, really need the cash. That can be a slow process, as you mentioned before. So, so this, is, this can be challenging, that's why. Yeah. Real estate is not a liquid asset and would need some time to dispose of those assets mm. in the time of need. But also, apart from that, pricing could be very different as well. I have seen this many times through personal experiences. The brokers, when they're trying to sell you an asset, <laughs> they do tell you a different story. Sure. And when, when, when you are trying to sell an asset, you come up with a different story. Indeed. So that's always. Uh, but uh, it's not, nothing bad. It's just that, you know, that could be timing could be different. You yeah. know, times are different. And we've seen that, you know, sometimes you buy assets when times are good. And you, when you need the cash is when the time is not good. Exactly. So obviously you will hear a different story. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. But we can generalize as such. Uh, and sometimes downturns like this, you see the economy is not doing well. But the real estate doing fantastic. So if you have invested into real estate today in Dubai, you're not so unhappy about yeah, it. You're smiling. Okay. What else does one really need to consider then if you're looking at real estate as uh, an investment, adding it to your portfolio? I, I think when you buy purchase properties these days, you need to look at the service costs and the maintenance mm-hmm. costs. I think there are, these are some of the costs that you need to take into your calculation before you finalize your buying of the mm-hmm. property because... That could come up to a significant amount every year. So you're buying a property, you're going to rent it out, you think, right, great, I'm going to get X number of thousands of dirhams per month, forgetting about those service charges so by yeah. the developer. So don't forget about the hidden costs. Indeed. That's, that's important. Now, as far as this podcast is considered, we're going to look at what are the different ways one can invest into real estate. But while doing that, we're not considering real estate developers today. So we're going to look at people who have cash mm. for extra weight to invest into real estate, and what are the different methods by which you can invest into real estate? So, quite a few methods and different uh, ways of using that property. You're going to start off with uh, buying a rental property, which we sort of alluded to a little bit there, didn't we? To buy a property to rent it out, you might need a property manager to look at it. But also, we all know that to buy a property, uh, whether a villa or an apartment, mm. you'll need a larger investment outlay. So, depending on your investment outlay and if you have don't have the full cash whether you have a mortgage whatever is needed you need to, but that's the prime way when well people looking into investing into real estate 
if they're not going to stay in it, they're looking to rent sure, it out. Sure, So renting out. Another one, I suppose, really, I mean, I live in Russell Kamer, and there's quite a few people who've got a, a second home there. It's a weekend retreat, a holiday retreat. So that's another important aspect. That's correct. So this is another popular way of investing, which is buying a vacation home. Mm. Uh, basically, it means you're buying a property like a beach condo or a property in a touristic spot where when you are traveling for a part of the year, you can stay there. The rest of the time, you can rent it out and make some yield uh, on that particular property. Mm. So it also gives you and the family a place for vacation without paying for the hotel. Mm. So that's sure. a, a benefit as well. Yep, yep, yep. And, and as you say, a vacation home could be in the country where you're living, you want to escape from the city, go to a, a quieter place like Russell for example, or people overseas, and there's quite a lot of people overseas who've come back to Russell Kamer or were before COVID-19 and the travel restrictions. So, next one. So, next one would be uh, a fix and flip a house. Okay. And this I see playing out in many different, very developed cities more and more, mm. where the properties are old. Uh, so, basically what happens is you would buy old property, you, which needs significant fix and repairs, and uh, you will do those, design and redesign it, and sell it mm. for a huge profit. Mm. Uh, but I would say that this is not for common investors. This is really for somebody who's an experienced real estate investor. And I guess it's quite good if you've got time on your hands and you want to do it yourself, if you're capable of doing it yourself, rather than bringing in sort of contractors that their costs, uh, which would be added on to your other expenses anyway. So if you've got time on your hands... Very good. So, um, so then we come back. I think this is a very relevant point you talked about. You need to have a lot of time on your hand. Mm. You need to be very experienced in real estate. So what happens to people who do not have that? Experience? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. There must be easier and less time-consuming uh, options. The most easiest one and that I prefer the most, which is to invest into stock markets, to invest in the real estate. So there are many different ways by which in, you can invest through stocks, which would be buying listed REITs, real estate investment trust companies, uh, real estate company stocks, which people mm. will do business into real estate. And REITs are, are very important way of having exposure to the real estate segment. And we will certainly talk about it in one of our next broadcasts in more detail because okay. it really needs a lot of attention. And I can see you doing that much more comfortable rather than sort of having a paintbrush in your hand or a screwdriver to do the uh, fixing and flipping a house. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> and actually I've done a video on that same as well, which should be uh, soon released, I guess. Okay, well, we look forward to uh, seeing the video and talking about it more on a future podcast. So at this point, and before we move on, remember to tell your colleagues and friends about the podcast series. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and all other good podcast channels, along with the website, which is www.freelance.com to freedom.co that's a number two in the middle so freelance number two freedom.co and give us a big big like so before i go on to the next preferred way of investing which is becoming quite popular these days i must say that when i say real estate related businesses i'm talking about companies which are involved not only in real estate business but companies which provide services to those real estate businesses right. which would include software companies mm. these days brokerage companies, tech companies. So these are very, very important businesses as well to look at to invest in. Lastly, uh, and this, like I said, this is a new new way of investing into real estate, which is the crowdfunding. And you have a few of them actually have started a new way today uh, doing that. It's something which is going to become more and more popular soon, I believe, since one can have direct exposure to the properties through this way without ever buying any property. Mm. and with a much smaller amount of investment 
than even buying sometimes maybe uh, you know REITs as well. Since this is a new way of investing into real estate, there is not much data points available that I can talk about or vouch for. But whatever I've seen a little bit about the performance of most of them, they've done well, except maybe a few of them where they lost significant amount of money. Having said that, I believe there is going to be much more activity in this space in the near future. That's very interesting. And you say crowdfunding to buy property and not much data at the moment. But what have you observed? Is it, um, is it commercial property, which is going to be available through crowdfunding, or is it going to be no, domestic people, or what? People, yes, people are doing it in the residential properties as well, uh, yep. both crowdfunding and residential properties. So I, I guess any kind of property can be done. So a huge amount of information in this podcast and that bit at the end, which is a, a new development in many ways, crowdfunding. So uh, I guess if we do another one on real estate, there'll be more info on that. So uh, to finish off, what are your final thoughts, really? Because, I mean, this is a very interesting aspect of uh, boosting or increasing your wealth portfolio. True, we, we went through various different methods by which, which one can invest in real estate today. I would like to end here saying there's no one way or the best way to invest in real estate for everyone. But depending on your risk profile and return that you're looking at, there's probably a way that's ideal for mm. you. Okay, well, very insightful real estate as an investment opportunity. And uh, Charlotte, great talking to you. Thank you, Phil. It was a pleasure. Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language? And one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions? You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The starting starting place place to become become a future future coder. coder.